Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Kirkpatrick's conspiracy. That's correct, Kirkpatrick's conspiracy. Now, it turns out that Sean Kirkpatrick, that gift that keeps on giving, seems to think that a small group of believers, his words, not mine, have convinced Congress that this whole UFO thing is real. And he's on a warpath right now to set the record straight. It's always great when we have a former retired deep state employee come out and talk to us about honesty and transparency and of all things, conspiracy theories. Now this article is from thehill.com. It says, what has happened to the Pentagon's former UFO hunter? And it's written by Merrick Von Reinkampf, opinion contributor, 13024. I have to say, I really enjoyed this article. As an intelligence officer, quote, I would expect all of you to expect me to lie to you. So the former director of the Pentagon's UFO analysis office quipped to an audience in 2022. He's just putting it right out there, right in their face. I'm an intelligence officer. I would expect you to believe that I'm lying to you. Well, I would too, pretty much. Since his retirement in December, Sean Kirkpatrick has been on a media tour unusual for former intelligence officials. Kirkpatrick now indirectly accuses top members of Congress of holding a religious belief in UFOs that, trans that transcends critical thinking and rational thought. Here we go back to this whole notion of religion again. To me, this is a campaign by these guys to persecute anybody that has a religion. And I'm not talking just about Christianity. I'm talking about whether they're Muslim or Buddhist or whatever. It's this idea that they want to be the God. They want you to believe in them. There's no room in their world for religion. It goes on, it says, in his most pointed commentary, he has also fired back at whistleblowers alleging the existence of surreptitious government UFO retrieval and reverse engineering efforts. According to Kirkpatrick, none of the UFO whistleblowers have any firsthand evidence or knowledge. They're all relaying stories that they've heard from other people. Well, you know, what, what I don't get is if there's no recovered uh, UFO craft or even material, then why do we have all these UFO metamaterial projects going on? What was the stuff that was found over in Council Bluffs that was found falling out of the sky from a UFO? What was the stuff that Tom DeLong uh, joined up with uh, the U.S. military uh, and contractors to try to, to develop this camouflage for tanks? There is UFO metamaterial, the stuff that's unexplained. It shows up usually from UFO sightings or crashes or whatever, and the government knows about it. They've told us they know about it. So how can you say there's no retrieval program? We at least have a retrieval for the UFO metamaterial. Jacques Vallée and uh, Gary Nolan went over there, apparently got a hold of some of this. I mean, I mean, there is a retrieval program of some sort. I mean, look what happened in 1977 over there at uh, what, Council Bluffs or whatever it was in western Iowa. They retrieved uh, that metal. They took and had it tested at the Iowa State University. Somehow Jacques Vallée and Gary Nolan got a hold of a sample of it. They retrieved some of it. So there is a retrieval program as, you know, as such going on. We just don't know who's doing the retrieving. Now, the article goes on and says, At least three sources contradict Kirkpatrick's statement. First, Senator Marco Rubio, Republican Florida, Vice Chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, has said that multiple whistleblowers with firsthand knowledge of firsthand claims of UFO retrieval and reverse engineering activities have spoken to Congress. Rubio has also stated that whistleblowers are saying to us what you've seen out there in the public record about legacy UFO programs. Most of the US UFO whistleblowers have held very high clearances and high positions within our government. So you do ask yourself, 
What incentive would so many people with that kind of qualification, these are serious people, have to come forward and make something up? He's got a point. Why would they want to risk their careers for and their reputations? Congress, it appears, referred at least some of these individuals to Kirkpatrick. According to Representative Mike Gallagher, Republican of Wisconsin, who sits on the House Intelligence Committee and chairs a key China-focused committee, new protections enacted by Congress resulted in all sorts of UFO whistleblowers coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, but what good does it do if you focus them towards someone like Kirkpatrick who doesn't want to hear it? In contrast to Kirkpatrick's denial that individuals have first-hand knowledge, Gallagher stated that witnesses are telling congressional investigators that they have been part of this or that UFO program, resulting in a variety of intense conversations. Without naming him directly, Kirkpatrick saved his sharpest criticism for UFO whistleblower David Grush. Yeah, he's really got a thing for Grush, I think. I mean, to me, it's totally unprofessional the way he's been attacking this guy without naming him. Grush and further contradiction of Kirkpatrick's claims that no whistleblowers have firsthand knowledge of illicit UFO retrieval and reverse engineering activities had testified under oath that he had the people with firsthand knowledge provide a protected disclosure to the intelligence community inspector general. Grush's statement, along with his claim of interviewing over 40 people over four years in an investigation of alleged UFO retrieval and reverse engineering efforts, could easily be disproven if false. Had Grush lied to Congress, he would almost surely be facing legal, pen legal penalties. He got a point. I mean, if he's lying to him, he can be locked up for years. And like they said, he says that he's interviewed over 40 people. Well, all they'd have to do is go back and interview any one of those people. And if they said he didn't, I guess you would have a you would, you would have a little bit of a conflict there. Gresh's inquiry, it seems, was far more thorough than Kirkpatrick's. As Kirkpatrick described in his own words, the extent of his investigation of whistleblower claims amounted to asking the government's secret keepers if a certain illegal program existed. Kirkpatrick's approach, as astute observers have noted, is roughly akin to asking a mob boss if he's engaging in illegal activity. These guys don't want you to know what they're doing because what they're doing is trying to unlock this unlimited value that this stuff has, this UFO metamaterial. You know, we may never get one of those machines flying. We may never even find a machine intact. But if we just find a sample of this UFO metamaterial, it could unlock the secrets uh, to advancing our own technology here on Earth, and along with those advances become extreme wealth. But the honor system is never a viable method of investigating allegations of illegality. Moreover, Kirkpatrick claims that a small group of interconnected believers has hoodwinked Congress and the media into believing remarkable fantasies. So that's his conspiracy theory right there. Thank you, Sean Kirkpatrick, for giving, this, giving us this wonderful uh, conspiracy theory of yours. It's almost laughable. Moreover, Kirkpatrick claims that, quote, a small group of interconnected believers, notice he uses the word believers, has hoodwinked Congress and the media into believing remarkable fantasies. Kirkpatrick's account is disputed by a credible source. In July, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announced extraordinary bipartisan legislation alleging that surreptitious government legacy programs are attempting to reverse engineer exotic UFOs of non-human origin. That's pretty amazing coming from a, a, you know, a longevity senator like that. So I think it's gotten to the point where the deep state is just maybe they're on the breaking point of, of something. And the uh, 
equivalent de deep state in the political department is really getting worried about it. You know, that's a problem. These guys get into this deep state apparatus and they never leave. Then they hire their kids and their relatives. The nepotism here is unbelievable. So you have this group of people. It's like a parallel society that's been going on since, you know, World War I or before. And in competition with that deep state uh, apparatus, you have our own politicians. Well, they're subject to elections. A few of them get in there for a long time, but they don't have near the history behind them uh, to accumulate the power that they would need to go up against these guys. And you're starting to see that. Now, they make a when they start to make just a little tiny chip into the armor, then you have people like Sean Kirkpatrick come out, and man, they're just going ballistic on this stuff, in my opinion. It says, in stark contrast to Kirkpatrick's claim that a small group is driving recent UFO-related developments, Schumer stated that a vast web of UFO whistleblowers and witnesses informed the eyebrow-raising legislation. Moreover, in remarkable comments on the Senate floor, Schumer cited multiple credible sources to allege that elements of the U.S. government have illegally withheld UFO-related information from Congress. Well, imagine that. Well, what could you say for an organization that can't account for half of its stuff? $1.55 trillion. I mean, should this be a surprise? Far from holding an irrational religious belief in UFOs, as Kirkpatrick seems to suggest, key members of Congress are dead set on forcing government transparency on a decades-long mystery. They should be commended and and encouraged, not mocked as true believers. Well, this is just out of the old playbook. They're trying to deperson these guys, and they've upped the ante a little bit. Now they're going to turn this into religious persecution on top of it. Sick, actually. At the same time, Christopher Mellon, the Department of Defense former top civil intelligence official, and Louis Elizondo, of course we know those two guys, the former head of the previous government UFO analysis effort, have both strongly rebuked Kirkpatrick's comments on whistleblowers. Kirkpatrick also appears to be muddying the waters on some of the most widely publicized UFO incidents. For example, in 2004, four naval aviators observed a tic-tac-shaped object which was tracked on two independent radar systems execute seemingly physics-defying maneuvers. To this day, the perplexing incident remains officially unresolved. Now, Kirkpatrick appears to be injecting confusion about this well-known incident. According to Kirkpatrick, there's this company in Florida. They make these backyard lighting balloons. Some of them are tic-tac-shaped. When we talk to the company, they're like, yeah, we lose them and we sometimes find them again, but generally not. Now, that's rich because the last time I checked in Florida, if you released a healing balloon on the beach, say, uh, you're in for one heck of a fine because uh, the fact that these things uh, fall down in the ocean, sea creatures eat them and die. So it, as a just as an average citizen walking along the beach and you're having a birthday party and you, re and you release balloons on the beach and you can be fined for that, well, why are, these, why are these guys allowed to do that? A far bigger problem. Something doesn't make sense here. There's something really not right about the fact that we have all these different uh, commercial companies releasing these balloons into the air that are hovering at and around and sometimes above the same altitude as commercial airline traffic. Uh, they fall back into the ocean. They're a menace to wildlife. No fines for them. The government just doesn't seem to care a lick about these guys. What's the problem? What are they hiding? There's, there, there's your conspiracy, Sean, right there. It goes on, it says, After calling the company, I found Kirkpatrick's statement to be implausible. The prospect of such high-end commercial lighting products becoming untethered 
and simply floating away is remote, if not unheard of. Matt Ford, an Emmy-winning lighting designer who hosts The Good Trouble Show, agreed, telling me, as someone who has used these products for years, they never get away. At the same time, U.S. naval aviators have observed strange semi-translucent affairs, objects with cube-like structures inside of them since at least 2014, when two Navy fighter jets nearly collided with such a craft. As Kirkpatrick puts it, there's a large number of people, pilots, who have said, hey, I saw the sphere, it had a cube in it. But according to Kirkpatrick, the next generation of drones that are being built are spherical. He is suggesting that such objects account for the military's frequent cube and a sphere sightings. Yeah, these guys will just reach for anything. As evidence, Kirkpatrick points to a 2022 paper, but even the most diehard, unshakable UFO skeptic will have trouble believing that the technology cited by Kirkpatrick, let alone spherical objects seemingly capable of remaining stationary against hurricane force winds, would account for any of the UFO sightings a decade ago. It is equally implausible, for example, that this would account for a cube and a sphere drone hovering in the vicinity of a particularly sensitive military site in 1960. For someone who hammers relentlessly on the importance of evidence, Kirkpatrick provides none that could plausibly explain the most perplexing recent UFO incidents. Thus, a key question emerges. Why would a former Pentagon official continue a long tradition of obfuscation and distortion about the enduring mystery of UFOs? Yeah, well, why would he? Because they don't want us to know. And here Sean Kirkpatrick is engaging in this crazy conspiracy theory that a small unnamed group of individuals, believers, true believers, has convinced Congress that UFOs are real and that the DOD is hiding something. Now, who would imagine that the DOD would hide something? Who could imagine that? I don't know. Could you imagine that the DOD was hiding something if you found out that they were audited and they came up $1.55 trillion short, as Barry Sanders and Chuck Grassley have so eloquently written about? Would it seem possible that this organization could hide something when they are currently hiding half of their assets. We don't know where they're at. We don't know if these are black ops, if these have been uh, paid off in bribes, if these have been spirited away to some foreign country. I want you to think about that. The, the equivalent money that the DOD cannot account for is about $9,000 per taxpayers. If you pay taxes last year, that means the DOD took $9,000 of your money and hid it or lost it. $1.55 trillion dollars. So yes, they are good at hiding things. And I feel quite certain that if they found a UFO or UFO metamaterial, they would hide that as well. They certainly don't need uh, a half a dozen individuals to engage in the conspiracy to, as Kirkpatrick say, convert these true believers that UFOs are real and go out there and harass the poor little DOD. Some really crazy stuff going on. But like I said, Sean Kirkpatrick, the gift that keeps on giving with his latest conspiracy theory. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.